Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, October 21st, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bolcher. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're excited to jump into our discussion. Before we get to that, let us begin with a prayer. Let us pray. Lord, we have eyes to see. Help us to see as Christ would. We have ears to hear. Help us to hear as Christ would. We have hearts to love and hands and feet with which to serve. Let us do so as Christ would do. Amen. Amen. Our scripture is from the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verses 25 through 29. Listen for a word from God. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I'm going to the Father because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, Brett, for our fun question today, what nicknames have you been called throughout your life that you can say on this podcast? (laughs) I almost don't want to say this because I don't want people to start calling me it. Um... But in college, uh, the wrestling team, they really thought my last name was hilarious. And they called me Good. The Good. The Good. And I hated it. I just, I just hated it. Because then it, like, guys would come up and be like, hey, are you having a good day? <laughs> You've ever oh, heard that before? Just like every day. Um, so if there are any church members listening, please don't. Please don't do that. Please, That's right. Please. I, would, I would be, I would much appreciate that. The better one that I've gotten recently since being ordained is a couple of friends call me the Rev, which I'm super <laughs> into that. <laughs> That's funny because when my older brother, uh, when I was first ordained, I would pick up the phone and he'd go, "What's going on, Rev?" And then now it's Doctor. Um, but you know, and there's, that's not like respect for me. Oh yeah, right? no, there, it's, it's teasing. laced with irony. Um, <laughs> how about, uh, what about you? What's the nickname people called you? Um, so Brian tends to call me Teresita. Um, and the girls call me Mama Sita. I don't know why. Um, and I think those are the <laughs> only ones with that. You're just so spicy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or diminutive. Right. I'm such a tiny person. I think that's it. (laughs) Moving on. In this passage today, the Holy Spirit is here called the Advocate. And why do you think that is? Yeah, I I think this word advocate um, 
I haven't had a chance. Oh, I should have looked this up, but I'm pretty sure it derives from kind of what we think, what we think of uh, almost in terms of um, legal counsel of, of, of an advocate that, that argues on your behalf. Um, and so this idea um, that we have the Holy Spirit um, arguing on our behalf uh, and, and, and the, everything that we have, even arguing on our behalf against ourselves, this idea that we have the Holy Spirit pointing us towards grace, pointing us towards peace, and sometimes putting it in a rhetorical argument because that's what I need at the moment. Um, I, I really actually like this term of, of the advocate to kind of better understand the Holy Spirit. What do you think? It reminds me of the idea that God is with us and for us, hmm. um, especially in this passage, because the advocate is the one who will teach us when Jesus is gone, who will be with us and remind us of Christ. And so for me, it's really kind of the, um, the embodiment of that idea that God is always with us and for us. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know about you, but I could use an advocate with everything I do um, yeah. because of my sinfulness. So I do love that idea. And, and I think, I think there's still um, maybe because of the tradition we grew up in or maybe uh, cultural assumptions about God. I think for some of us and, and maybe uh, the whole, our whole view of God is this, or maybe at moments our view of God is this, that God is the prosecutor, um, that, that God, is, God is on the other side, um, just hammering into us with our sin and our list of things we've done wrong. Uh, and this idea that no, 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 God is, is the defense attorney, um, I think is, is an important reminder. I actually heard someone say once, and this just resonated with me, that um, when he was growing up and he read the Old Testament, you know, the image of God, like just standing in the heavens, hurling lightning bolts at people to strike them down. And he was like, I really hated that image of God. And then I realized that that's pretty much what I was like in life, mm. just standing around judging people and hurling lightning bolts at them. And I thought that was really convicting. Yeah. I mean, I think oftentimes um, we're going to, uh respond to who we believe god is uh, and if we believe god is giving grace to us then hopefully uh we would in turn uh yeah do that for others when jesus says he does not give as the world gives what do you think of with that when i think of what the world gives i think uh, and this comes back to what he says earlier and what we talked about on mondays is, is the world gives a lot of emptiness. Um, the world gives uh, a lot of things that we think are going to make us whole. Um, you know, back to the consumerism metaphor that or subject that I talked about on Sunday during the sermon that, you know, everything around us through meticulous research tells us that buying these things will make us feel whole. That, yeah. that, that, these, that these purchasing of these objects, um, that that will satisfy the deep longing that we have in life. Uh, and, and what Jesus is saying is, uh, you know, it's not going to be as easy as a, a one click buy button here. Um, it's, yeah. it's 
that that's what the world's giving you. But you know, as fast as that satisfaction comes is as fast as it's going to leave. Uh, I'm calling you to peace, uh, which is long lasting, uh, and eternal, uh, but, but it's not an easy, uh, road to be on. What do, what do you think? Uh, you know, it occurs to me that most of the things the world gives also come at the expense of other members of humanity. Hmm. So if I find happiness in my wealth, there are usually people who are living in poverty because I've hoarded that wealth. Hmm. Um, If it's about, uh, you know, feeling like I am smarter than someone and that that means something that usually means then that there are people who I think aren't as smart. And so that's a false dichotomy that for me to have anything good, others have to be diminished. And so that's really that alone, right? That, um, that the things that Jesus gives create wholeness. Hmm. And I think the things the world gives divide us. Yeah. Um, the things that I think give me that I can identify as joy and not happiness are things like the first time I heard one of my daughters laugh, right? It's not that anyone else's laugh wasn't as beautiful. It's just that I got such joy out of that. And it wasn't compared to anything else. It was just this joy that bubbled up. So um, I think those, I think that's what Jesus means. Um, And we will always be tempted by the things that the world gives. Yeah. Yeah. That that doesn't, that doesn't go away, unfortunately. (laughs) Right. That's right. Um, you know, speaking about peace, let's, let's turn to a man that always brings us peace. Here's a quote from Fred Rogers. When I say it's you, I like, I'm talking about that part of you that knows that life is far more than anything you can ever see or hear or touch that deep part of you that allows you to stand for those things without which humankind cannot survive. Love that conquers hate, peace that rises triumphant over war, and justice that proves more powerful than greed. Amen, Reverend Rogers. Thank you all for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and come back on Friday when we have a new episode out. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.